Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. My name is Carol Ann Fernandez, and I'm the COO of Glen Eagle. Our guest today is Lauren Wynan, Chief Executive Officer and Principal HR Consultant for Next Level Benefits. After working in corporate HR roles for 20 years, Lauren decided to start her own HR consulting firm. Her focus is on helping small and large companies build strong relationships with their employees. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you, Carol Ann. It's great to be here. We're very excited to have you as a guest today and thought it'd be most helpful for our listeners if you can share a little bit of background about yourself. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've been in HR for the majority of my career, about 20 years, and corporate HR roles, HR leadership positions, and my specialty is employee benefits. And a couple of years ago, I just decided that it made the right sense for me from a personal standpoint as well as professional standpoint give entrepreneurship a try and start my own HR consulting firm. So from a background standpoint, I'm one of those HR nerds that gets really excited about helping my clients who are from all industries, all sizes across the country, really just trying to help them to create more best places to work. And I'm sure HR is such an interesting area to be in right now. What trends are you currently seeing with everything that's going on with the pandemic and employees in and out of the workforce? Has that really changed how you as a firm or HR in general are thinking? It's a great question, and it's a little chaotic right now. There's a lot of in and out. There's a lot of task-driven work and then needing to pull back and be strategic. And I do think that a lot of employers, while they might be doing a pretty decent job and some doing a really fantastic job, there is a lot of struggle for HR teams right now as they're trying to kind of weave and pivot and be agile through such a tumultuous time period. What I'm really seeing in terms of trends is a real focus for HR teams to create a deeper, more inclusive and diverse employee experience for employees. And so that could mean strengthening company culture, ensuring that you're hiring the best and brightest talent, as well as diverse and an inclusive environment. And then really just making sure that you're paying your employees appropriately so that they can see that they are valued for the work that they provide. So employee experience is definitely probably the number one trend I'm seeing. But, you know, I'm also seeing a lot of focus on turnover and burnout, as well as focus on the changing complexity of our state and federal laws as it relates to employment. So, you know, right, right. And there's no shortage of projects for HR teams these days and for also C-suite executives to really weigh in. HR has a seat at the table when it comes to decision making. And I think that it's a really critical time to really champion employees and make workplaces more comfortable, more flexible and catering more towards employees' needs and wants. And as someone who works in a family business, I know the decision to working HR and corporate culture is probably very different than running your own consulting firm. How did you come about making that decision and what challenges have you seen as you launch your own firm? Prior to the pandemic and actually started my company in 2019, I was just at a place in my corporate career where I felt 
like I wasn't being challenged. I had done similar roles over and over again and just really wanted to use my expertise in a different way. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always considered becoming a consultant, but really wanted to blend all of it together and not take for granted the 20 years of experience that I have. And so I decided that I would give it a go. I left the corporate world in spring of 2019. And within a few months, I had hung my shingle and started my business in fall of 2019. And it was challenging, of course. You constantly are questioning whether or not it's the right decision. But I decided I would give myself at least 18 months to try it out and to see if this is something I could enjoy as well as give it a go and see if I could make it successful. And fortunately, here we are a couple of years later. And quite frankly, it's been the best part of my career. I enjoy it immensely. I love being able to leverage my expertise in new and creative ways. And I love being able to help more than one employer to create the best places to work. Have you seen with the pandemic, there's a demand and request for the HR employee experience because of not having everyone in the office and these different challenges? Like, have you seen your company having a lot more requests than maybe when you first started and it was more the standard everyone was in the office with an HR team on site? I have seen some changes. I mean, we fortunately partner with a lot of HR teams that are on site and or remote and really help them with special projects. But we are also now helping clients who don't have any HR expertise on site or don't have any HR expertise period within the organization. So I am seeing a couple of years, you know, just due to the environment, pressures that the pandemic and the labor market have put and on every industry, we are seeing a lot more employers leverage HR consultants in creative ways, whether that's extra hands for their existing HR team or whether it's special project management or whether it's just completely being like an outsourced HR partner for the business because they don't have that in-house. We're basically taking on a variety of different roles. And I do see that as time goes on, that's likely going to become even more common, much like in IT and marketing. Those are functional areas that use contractors and freelancers and consultants with regularity. I see HR moving in that direction. I would expect that would probably only continue, but that's a good thing, I guess, for, for you at this point. Um, Absolutely. Have, Happy to have it happen. <laughs> yeah, I know we have a lot of business owners that listen to the podcast and I'm sure are taking notes and maybe reaching out to you as HR needs come up. I know even in our company, trying to keep up with all the new regulations, but also just making sure that your employees are feeling connected is always a challenge nowadays. It definitely is. It's one of those things that I think we may have taken for granted pre-pandemic, and we're now in a place where we realize how critical that is. So I guess the last question I had, because I hear this a lot from business owners, and we luckily have not had too much of an issue in our own company, but what advice would you give to business owners who are trying to keep or recruit workers during this time period? You're hearing a lot of they can't find the workers or people who are looking for jobs saying they can't find the right job. So there seems to be a disconnect in the market right now. What suggestions maybe would you give to a business owner at this point? 
a couple of different suggestions. If you're looking to retain your employees, which I would expect all business owners you know, <laughs> to want to do that, I would definitely take a quick look at what you are offering employees in terms of compensation, benefits, work environment, flexibility, and also making sure that the mission, vision, and values of your company are clear and obvious to your employees. And if it's a great opportunity to make adjustments to essentially your value proposition that you're putting out there to your employees. If they feel valued and if they feel as if they're getting something wonderful in return for the work that they're putting in, that you have a much greater chance of retaining them over time. In terms of attracting talent, that has been naturally one of the most challenging parts of the last couple of years. And what I typically recommend is when you're posting jobs, make sure you're very clear on what the job description is and exactly what you're looking for. If you're comfortable, focus on maybe putting out a salary range on it so that you're not going to waste your time talking to people who might be over that range or looking for more money than you're willing to pay. And I would also recommend that there's a lot of companies that use applicant tracking systems. And I think that is honestly where a lot of the disconnect is coming into play these days. There are a lot of people out there that are searching for jobs, maybe not as many as we are used to seeing, but there are people out there looking. And I think that applicant tracking systems are really, really great from an organizational standpoint. They streamline things, but they also prevent talented people from reaching your desk. So I think it's a great opportunity to take a look at how you're creating your candidate funnel. And I think updating your recruiting strategy and process to be a little more flexible so that you can find the right talent going to make it easier for you over time. That's all great advice. I think very helpful. I'm taking notes myself over here. So uh, we really (laughs) appreciate you joining us. I know even in this short time, it's just been so insightful talking to you and hearing about the HR experience and how you started your own firm. So we really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate joining all of you. And if you are interested in learning more about what we do, you can visit our website. It's nlbenefits.com, NL, standing for next level, nlbenefits.com. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.